this episode of TBR Tuesday, our second official episode of it. Um, Wait, hang on. We we um, never introduce ourselves. Whenever we record, we every single time we forget to introduce ourselves. I am literally every time. I'm your worst nightmare. That's an alarming (laughs) statement. Yeah. Okay, that's Hannah, your worst nightmare. (laughs) I've been just reading a lot of paranormal, just like intense men in the past few days. I am changed. So yeah, that's me, Hannah Changeling. Um, and I am Caroline, and I am tired. Caroline the tired. They I realized in Immortals After Dark they give like, um, was it? Yeah, like Emmeline the freaking timid. Yeah, <laughs> so you're Caroline. You're Caroline the tired, and I'm Hannah the, the changed. Is what the you changed? Said. Actually, the changed. in high school, I was in marching band. I played the flute. Mm-hmm. And I think it was my freshman year, maybe sophomore year, we did this thing where we gave everyone little epithets. Mm-hmm. Um, so it was like, I don't even remember, like Christine, the elegant lady, whatever the what, because we were all, gotcha. it was an all girl section at that point. So like there was one girl who had really curly hair and she was Lady Riley the curly and like <laughs> Lady Isabel the kind and whatever. Mm-hmm. And I really don't remember what I was. I think I was Lady, lady- Caroline the fabulous actually based on my personality. That's probably what I was dubbed. I was I a wanted, lot. I wanted it to start with a C. Yeah, they like, weren't. Like the they didn't rhyme. Variation. I was initially okay. Lady Caroline the Fair, and I was like, "That's a boring no. <laughs> name." Like, I thanks, thank you. I I appreciate that you think I'm pretty, but like, I don't know what my epithet would be now. Hmm. I mean, unhinged is always a good one. The jarring. <laughs> jarring. <laughs> the jarring. Hannah the Jarring and – oh, uh, Caroline the Chaotic. There you can get the uh, yeah, alliteration. So, Hannah the uh-huh. – See, another tangent. When I was young, you know, people would be like, you know, friends, and you're playing on the playground. You're like, what animal are you? People would go with their names. I mean, I had a hamster, horse, and hippo. None of those. That's rough. None yeah. of those feed the ego. I just have to admit. So, um, Han- Hannah the – I'm not heroic. Not Herculean. I am hungry. <laughs> just kidding. I just ate. Hannah, the I'm not honorable, really. It's no. a hunger for life. It's a hunger for a hunger like hunger no other. And a hunger like no other. Yeah. Which I guess brings us to the actual point of this yes, it episode does. of Romance or TBR. Yeah. Yeah. TBR I've been reading Tuesday. <laughs> so much. Um, Immortals After Dark. It's it's taken a number. In a past episode, Caroline was like, I couldn't possibly listen do multiple of these back to back because my brain would be fried listening to Robert Peckoff and you were correct in the best I way I can't stop however yeah, I, ju- I can't stop mm. it's like I haven't I read that. an arc I haven't read like a physical copy I haven't listened to anything like since I finished the Halloween novellas like it's all been this because I was listening to A Hunger Like No Other before that stopped took a little took a little break a little snack and then just went right back into it mm. and it's been what, like a week? Like my God! Oh, when did we record that? No, it hasn't been a week. We recorded that on like less than a week. Is that Monday? Yeah, something, something like that. Sunday, Saturday, Friday. I don't Friday? know. Time isn't real. Whatever. But yeah, the point is, know. yeah. And now you've read more because I had read mm-hmm. one or two books. I'd read two books more than you, and now you're two books ahead of me. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you're just getting to the demon. Yes. And there were two demon books in a row. Yes. And. The, the, the second demon book 
fucked me up. That's the one I'm excited for. It, it was so good. I've been waiting for Rydstrom since he showed up in Marikena's book. But you have, so you haven't read uh, Cade's though, have you? No, I haven't gotten there. So the what what happens to Rydstrom in Cade's book? Uh, like I was just like, oh my fucking god, because like Delicious. you see what happens to him at the beginning, and then there's like nothing, so we don't get any peaks, and at the end you see, and then you're like, oh my god, and then I I had to start. I listened to it in such a short amount of time, like I. I physically couldn't do anything else. It was so good. Like, there's so much just sexual torture. <laughs> like, they bring each other, like... Yeah. They edge each other, like... Yeah. No... Edging like no other. That's what <sighs> that book is. And edging like no other. Like, I don't even... Oh. Actually, I actually do have several books I'm in the middle of that I actually... I need to finish before I mm-hmm. can continue Immortals After Dark. So, See, maybe we I've... shouldn't talk about these books because I'm about to drop all of my current reads. Oh, I've done the opposite. I have a few that I was reading and they are just sitting on that poor Goodreads currently reading shelf just being consistently replaced. <sighs> so, I can't like one. start an Immortals After Dark when I'm in the middle of other things because I know yeah. I, I will drop yeah. everything to finish it. It's yeah. fine. It's so fine. Rydstrom's book truly. I'm ready. Uh, oh, my body is ready. And the the heroine, she's so badass. Like, because mm. she's like evil and chaotic. And he starts the book off by saying, "That's my evil bitch." And I was like, "I want to be somebody's <laughs> evil bitch." Hannah, the me? evil bitch. I want to be somebody's evil bitch. That's all I want. He'll love me at my evil bitch. <laughs> like, oh. it took me out. And it imprinted on me. I've been changed. AKA Hannah the Changed. Yeah. I and the audiobooks like Robert Petkoff, mm. for some reason, his just like voice reminds me. I know you haven't seen it a lot, but the um the narrator in the Sandlot, I don't know why. It, it remind I don't know. Either his delivery or something. And so I'm like consistently thinking of both the Sandlot, but then also just <laughs> Y'all should see, I'm, like, side-eyeing the hell out of, like, I'm side-eyeing myself. I don't know what it is. I I just looked into the camera like I'm on The Office. What are you even talking about? Jim. The Sandlot. Like, the children's movie? Yeah. There's a a narrator. He, like, starts, like, at the beginning and, like, the end. And, like, for some reason, that man's voice reminds me of Robert Petkoff. And I can't shake it because I watched that movie Robert so much. Petkoff? Is I Robert hope, Petkoff I the narrator so. in the Sandlot? That's an old movie, right? It, it sure is. I mean, I don't know what Robert Petkoff like. What like? How does he do it so well? The, it is the in first fact, not Robert Petkoff, by the way. I figured. I mean, we knew it wasn't, but I did Google just in case. But his my favorite delivery of his has been Cades because it's a mix of like South African and Australian. But then yeah. like the humor that he just delivers some lines and whenever they say fuck, because they're all just like, what the fuck? <laughs> like they're just so confused. Uh, I, I love it. And the man has a magical voice. He really does. And I wonder if he narrates anything else besides all these Crusty Cole books. I'm really and, going down uh, the hole of Robert Petkoff. Um, I'm happy books. for you. A lot of them are history. It's like history, like political books, and then I could see that really sexy paranormal romance. Thank God, the duality of Robert Petkoff. I mean, also some he history. has a he has a very good accent control. Like it, it's insane. Some Star um, Trek books. Star Trek. 
they, they quote Star Trek in these books. Six degrees. Um, Any Duchess Will Do is narrated by Eva Kaminsky, which she also narrated Kit McBride Gets a Wife, but she didn't do her... I think she's American, but in the Any Duchess Will Do, she has like a... I think it's like a Cockney or like a very like a lower class accent for the heroine. And then he is obviously... A, uh, obviously, he's a duke. And just her narration of that book is so good. And I was in a Cub Foods... And she was getting railed over a desk, and I was in the cheese aisle, and I wasn't prepared. And then, and then it happened again, and I wasn't prepared. No, and then I was in the in the checkout line, and I was like, "Can people hear me?" (laughs) I I mean, I've also been playing it pretty risky with these audiobooks because I use my AirPods, and I know, and I feel like if I sit too close to my parents, they'll just like they'll know. Like, what? Like, because like, you can hear, like, a mm-hmm. little, like, background talk if someone else is listening to AirPods. So I'm just like, what do what what do they know? Like, what are they? What are they experiencing? Horrible. Yeah. And then one time they, like, disengaged and started playing. And I was like, oh, my fucking God. Yeah. yeah. Have you read Thank You for Listening by Julia Whalen? Not yet. Not yet. Okay. Well, she's an audiobook narrator. Mm-hmm. And she's, like, listening to, a like, a badly written steamy romance <laughs> book and like the opening scene i think of that on a plane next to a small child and there's a like actually the scene of my nightmares where she's like she puts her headphones back in and is like cranking up the volume because she can't hear it only to look over and have like the mom is covering the kid's ears and is like yelling at her basically because she is blasting this erotica or at least erotic scene on this plane. And I – that actually – because I think about that every time I listen to an audiobook in public. Yeah. I live in fear. I actually yeah. can't usually listen in public because I'm so mm. afraid. It's it's scary out there. Like, I've had them play – they've connected to our truck's Bluetooth. So then mm. you'll get in the car. And then if you were the last person to connect, it'll connect again. Get in there with the whole family. Nope. And then it, I, the last one I think was Megan Frampton. And her last few have been pretty steamy. So I, I nearly dodged a bullet. Also, like, car speakers. Like, if you play in your car out loud, mm-hmm. people can hear outside your car. But you think it's, a, like, a safe zone. Oh, yeah. And it's no. not. No. Not a safe zone. There's mm-hmm. no such thing as a safe zone, actually. Yeah. I The first audio... <laughs> The first romance audiobook that made me grab headphones was The Kiss Quotient. Um, I mm. truly – I was, like, laying in my bed, and my bedroom is connected to my bathroom. And so you can, like – the walls are pretty thin. So if it's loud enough, you could definitely hear. So I was freaked the fuck out because mm. my dad works down here. I think at that point – was that, like, the beginning of the pandemic? I don't know. I was terrified. <laughs> Amy Leah has a good book, um, X's and O's. It comes out in January. And the heroine, she is I – I never know if I'm saying heroin as in the drug or heroin as in, you know, a, like a female main character. So, like, I don't know if there's different pronunciations there, but whatever. Um, I've heard some so she's a heroine, and it enrages me a heroine, little bit. Heroine, heroine. So, like, I never know. I don't I, know if it's wrong. You know, I just don't like the way that heroine sounds. I go heroine. Heroine, Okay works for me because i get so it's like marquis i finally kind of conquered that word you got it you got for the longest time i was like marquis (laughs) or marquis or it was a bad time for me um as long as you don't say marquee we're good well because isn't a marquee a totally different thing it is because there is such 
U-U-I-S. It's the French yeah. version. Is a marquee. Okay. Okay. Because there's like a or Louisa James. There's some other way that people say it. I think they say like Marques is a common Marques, one. Marques. I've, like, uh, I've seen that. No. I've heard that. Yeah. Yeah. That's I always want to say like Marques. Like quack. Quack. Like quack. I'm the quack. That's closer. Uh, <laughs> anyway. Um, X's and O's. Yeah. Um, X's and O's. Um, Tara. She's a bookstagrammer and I think a book talker. And so she loves romance books. Um, it's her personality. She leaves them all over the apartment. It's a roommate's romance. So he is consistently like looking through her shelves and reorganizing them because she has she's a chaos demon like I am, no rhyme or reason. And then he wants to make them all pretty and stack them up and whatever. And so then she's listening to a spicy audiobook in the in their shared kitchen and he walks in and it was like it was spicier language than even the book itself used for the the two sex scenes in the book. It was just it was very funny, and he like he he's the hottest contemporary man I've read in a long while. I love that book so much. I cannot wait for it to come out and the audiobook as soon as as soon as I can get my hands on that. I'm so excited. It's gonna be so good. But that was another tangent. What were we talking about? Listening to audiobooks. I don't know. Oh yeah. Um, Robert Petkoff. The point of this episode was to talk about what we've read. So I guess that was what yeah. you were talking about. In yeah, Mortals after that's Dark, like all that's I've read besides like three books. Reading. Yeah, sure. Yeah. I have basically not even read this week. Um, yeah. I've had family the visiting. Things are going on. It's I'm tired, y'all. Mm-hmm. And before that, <laughs> we just read a lot of Halloween stuff. So the only other thing, yeah. because if you want to hear about the various Halloween things, you can listen to our last Tuesday mm-hmm. episode. The only other thing I read was um and i'm blanking on the title in which margot Fa- uh, in which margot Ooh, halifax yeah. earns her shocking reputation which is a novella i believe it would yeah mm-hmm. it's a novella by alexandra vasti vasti i'm mm-hmm. not sure you how you say her last name um which i assume I'm excited for that one is still if you sign up for her newsletter you get it for free so i did mm-hmm. that um, i think it's version hero I- right Loved it. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I'm so, so excited. It was it was so good. I read it in one sitting. It only took me, I think, a couple yeah. hours, something like that. I'm kind of slow when I read physical books, so some of you can probably read it much quicker than I did. Um, but I just like didn't want to stop. Margot Halifax is a twin. She and her twin sister are um very rich and very scandalous. So because they're really rich, they can kind of get away from like doing or get away with doing whatever they want. Um and her brother's best friend is madly in love with her and has been Thank pining God. for her for many years. Thank so God. basically, um, he it's a class difference. He's now a lawyer, so like he's kind of you know the poor friend I that comes love home from a school. Good barrister. Yes, absolutely. Ugh. He comes home with the brother. Um, I think I think it's like the day after Margot and Matilda come like have their coming out. So they're 18. Mm-hmm. And you expect, you know, all the gentleman callers are there the next morning. You know what that's going to look like, except it's absolutely wild. I think Matilda's like sitting on the piano or something. It's, listen, they're having a crazy time. And he watches across the room as Margot charms this group of guys by tying a cherry stem with her tongue. I do love that. And he is immediately gone for her and spends the next seven years just seven. pining. She's been having a, a crazy time, um, she and her sister, and then 
you know, present day, so seven years after this, she basically shows up in a storm, so like dripping wet, I think in the middle of the night, or at least late, uh, at his apartment, and is like, what's up? Um, I need your help. Her sister, who, there's this whole, something she did, um, she has eloped with this older gentleman, who I want to say is a widower, I don't know that for certain, but, like, that's how he read to me, if that's not true. He may or may not be a widower, but he's an older guy. He's a, they're a little worried about him. He's pretty quiet. You don't know much about him. They think she might be in danger. She's eloped with him. It's very strange that she wouldn't confide a lot of this stuff to Margot because they're so close. And Margot's like, mm-hmm. we have to go after her. We have to stop them and save her. And Henry, the hero, is like, uh, no, uh, we will not be doing that. Um, out loud, he's like, what? I have a job. I'm a lawyer. I can't just leave. But inside, he's like, I can't be trapped in a carriage with Margot for days he's like i can't do it i will snap like i need time to recover from being around margo or else all i will my self-control will snap um and so she's like depressing fine so she goes home she's gonna go to scotland alone that's her plan brilliant and he shows up and he's packed a bag and he's like no i'm coming with you um and so they basically pack into a carriage so it's also a road trip romance and they take off I found a few more road trip ones recently mm-hmm. that I didn't realize were road trip, and I'm punching myself because we didn't include them. I know. We missed sad. it. It's fine. I we'll know. do another one eventually. Uh, we, there um, are enough. Yeah. So they take off to Scotland to try to save her from this guy that may or may not be dangerous, um, and they spend many days in a carriage on the road um, pining for each other. She's like, whoa, hang on. Why am I very attracted to Henry? What's going on there? There's a carriage accident. They have to take shelter from a storm in an abandoned cottage. Um, it's not, like, incredibly sexy, but there was more – it was steamier than I had anticipated, and it's good. Mm-hmm. So I'm like, that is a solidly, like, sexy novella to me, even though it's not overwhelmingly. Mm-hmm. So it was very good. It is Virgin Hero. Um, yeah. It's one of the – like, she didn't know yeah. that he was a virgin, I which is delicious. That. Truly delicious. And he didn't mean to tell her, too. There's this whole where ah. she's like, you didn't ruin me. Like, I've been with people before. Like, this wasn't my first time. And he's like, it was my first time. And then he's like, oh, I didn't mean to tell her that. Like, oh, that's embarrassing. And she's like, okay. Noted. Um, it was very good. That. It was great. I I sped through it. The conflict wasn't super drawn out. I mean, it couldn't be. It's a novella. But, like, you yeah. get to the and point. There's a fight. Yeah. And then it wraps up fairly quickly. And I just love knowing that it's a novella that you can just like read it super quick and yeah. have a great time and then it's over. And it was a great time. Yeah. It sounds like it. I have another one that's not necessarily one that I just read, but if we want another lawyer, barrister, man who's also a virgin, <laughs> keep keep her lessons in persuasion by Megan Frampton on your TBR. It comes out in 2023. Uh, January 24th. Um, it's so good. He, he, I'm like reading my review. And one of my things is persuade me, daddy. I mean, same as he is a barrister. And then my other one was screw mansions and manners. I just want a barrister with a modest set of rooms and, and, and a modest cock. So he's amazing. And that's another one. Um, what else have I read? Um, I read the two Amanda Collins, um, A Lady's Guide to Mischief and Mayhem, and then An Heiress's Guide to Deception and Desire, both narrated by Mary Jane Wells, both very good audiobooks. Um, I had read the first one just in the paperback, uh, but this is my first time reading 
like reading via the audiobook and it was made it a lot more enjoyable for me and since it was my second time I could really like focus on certain things because my first time I definitely thought it skewed a lot more to the mystery um but I was able to pick up more romance the second time and the one sexy I think I mentioned this in another episode the one sex scene was very sexy um again not a lot you didn't get much but it was very good um and then an heiress's guide to deception and desire is the second one um very cute i thought it was low angst there was a the scene preceding the sex scene i thought it was closed door because um they were like in the bedroom gonna get undressed and then the the chapter broke and then because and obviously i don't have the physical copy or that i was reading and so i just heard the chapter break i was like you cannot tell me that they have just had sex and that I'm getting nothing because they started the next chapter out of breath and sweaty on the bed. And I was like, fuck this. What, what, what happened? But they were just sweaty from removing their clothes. <laughs> so they were just like cuddling after removing their clothes. Cause it was so exhausting. <laughs> and then Relatable. they had sex and it was good. Honestly, if I was wearing those clothes back then, too many layers. I, I can barely, I can barely wash my face and brush my teeth when I'm tired. Like, I couldn't get out of those clothes after like a long mm-hmm. ball. Also having to go to the bathroom. No. It's right out here. I know. So those, I read those in preparation for the third one, which is one of the ones that's stuck on my currently reading shelf of Goodreads. I think I've read like three pages because Immortals <laughs> After Dark possessed me. And then I did get another arc read though, and that was Curled Up with an Earl by Amy Rose Bennett. I really loved the first one too. It was um, Up All Night with a Good Duke. Uh, they're part of the Byronic, uh, the Byronic book club. Um, so they're just very funny, very light. Um, she's a botanist. So if, if you love botany, um, it's mistaken identity. I love a good, not necessarily mistaken because he's undercover, but he's pretending to be their stable uh, master. And so he like comes up upon her. Um, her carriage has like sunk into the mud. He comes up rescues her and then they travel back and then he's like just kidding i'm not a stranger i'm now the stable master and then it's a whole whole thing um and she doesn't realize till maybe a little bit after 50 percent. but that's one of my favorite things is like a like a duke pretending to be a footman stuff like that so i had a lot of fun um and the sex scenes were were pretty good and hot um she writes very good sex scenes she's one of the authors in that um what's that christmas novella anthology the duke uh, in a box oh. i think it's duke in a box she's in like, she's in oh that christmas historical <laughs> anthologies there are i know that one comes out november 1st um the anthology this one uh comes out february 7th of 2023 but the anthology i've already pre-ordered it i'm very excited because amy rose bennett's an author kate bateman um a few others so i'm ready for that but that was literally my only other one <laughs> besides paybacks a witch but i talked about that enough in the halloween one um but yeah then it's it's like all cressley cole (laughs) and i have no brain left i'm still it's all cressley cole and i have no brain left (laughs) i'm just thinking about kiss of a demon king like i i i didn't think the horns would do it but oh i knew I haven't even read those books and I know. Come on now. Rub your rock hard horns. <laughs> yeah. What? A, there's a line in. Nick's. It's like Nick's or She's Regan like, I'll tell you if you right. let me lick your rock hard, or your rock hard horns. Yeah. 
And that actually was the scene where Nyx went from, like, a funny character that I enjoyed Mm -hmm. to, oh, you're one of my favorite characters. You're hilarious. (laughs) Yeah. I can't wait for her book because I'm assuming she gets one at some point. I feel like there's no Nyx book currently in existence. What? No. It's an ongoing (gasps) series. And also, we don't even know if Nyx is going to get one. What? I feel like you need to read the rest of the books. (laughs) I do, too. What do you know? I I don't want to know what you know. I've just, I've listened to, you know, Faded Mates episodes sporadically. Not the specific (gasps) Immortals After Dark episodes, but they mention them elsewhere. She needs a book. Well, that'll make me angry. It's an ongoing se- What do you mean it'll make I know, water? but it's got 17 books in it. Like, I'm not I'm not good with things that don't have like a finite ending. <laughs> Which is a lot of obviously series that we read right now, but like when they're older and then you don't know, like the the Ravenels, um like not knowing if the Ravenels is going to like what's going to happen, like I'm not older stresses me out. The Ravenels are semi-ish older. I mean, Coldhearted Rake is still when they had... I mean, when was that published? Is that like 20... Devil in Disguise came out in 2021. I know. No, that's so that's still going. So it's like an older series that's like still going into the present. And so I just get stressed out not knowing what's happening with it. Okay. It's not that... It's from 2015 was Coldhearted Rake. That's not exactly like yes, an old I was, series. I was right. I... But... To me, I don't like watching TV shows that aren't over. But, like, I just feel like if the series is going on for that long, at some point the author is just going to get tired. <laughs> and I don't want that to happen. So I don't think that's the case with most book series. Some of them. Although I, I know, have no um, idea when Lisa Kleypas is giving an- us another book. Because I think, like, in a normal schedule it would have been this year. But um, I think people in, like, Facebook groups have been speculating on when. I mean, who's to say? But also, theoretically, I feel like Devil in Disguise could be the last book and I would be It fine. could. It could. I just that wasn't want... like, a, oh, there's another character that I desperately wanted to get their own story. I want to see, which won't happen, more of Daisy and Matthew's kids and what happens there. But... Rest in peace, whatever happened to Daisy I know. and Matthew. I know. I never liked either of them all that much, but it is weird that mm. they vanished. I know, but I suppose it's more than the, the hunts. Like you do Simon get more of them than Annabelle? Simon and Annabelle. Justice yeah. for Simon and Annabelle. Their book wasn't my favorite, but I liked them. I much prefer Daisy. I mean, obviously, Daisy and Matthew are far superior to me than Simon and Annabelle. I think her name is Annabelle. <laughs> I don't know. Yeah, but I just, where did they go? I Well, that's the thing. Like, the Wallflowers? I want another Wallflowers book. Yeah, because you could see Clapis took the fans' reactions to – the two heroes that they liked the most and the two heroines that they liked the most and then wrote the families of them and then just completely I feel like that was just because Lisa likes those ones. I think Lisa's just in love with Sebastian. I mean, not in love with, but I think she just likes yeah. Sebastian, which... <laughs> yeah. Don't we all? <laughs> I love that I man. I prefer Matthew. I'm sorry. Well, it's fine. We're all entitled to our wrong opinions. Mm-hmm. Well, we talked... Them. Mostly about random tangents for a very we long did. time. But that TBR Tuesdays have no rules. So TBR Tuesdays are supposed to be a half hour long. With the weird pauses that we took, it'll get down to a half hour. Okay. I'll leave it up I to can... the editing. Oh, dang. Editing magician. <laughs> I'm so tired. <laughs> like, oh, God. Slapped the hell out of my, what is this thing? Pop filter. I know. I got one, too. Looks so professional. You're like an evil bitch. 
Evil bad bitch. Bad evil bitch. Wow, that's I imprinted you you imprinted on the um the double double toil double, and double trouble. Double trouble. You yeah, been, when whatever you've been cursed, yes. Yeah. Yeah. And I imprinted on my evil bitch. <laughs> well, I haven't gotten to my evil bitch yet. <laughs> Hang on. Give me a sec. <laughs> you like zoomed past me. You like hit me with a reading slump Mario Kart. Uh, you know, little bomb thing, and now I'm like spinning out of control off the rainbow road, and you're lapping me. So like, relax. <laughs> Can you tell I played Mario Kart like two or three times in my life? And that's, I mean, I played like once or twice at a friend's house, and her younger brothers were laughing at how bad I was because I just couldn't move. Like I couldn't move yeah. cart forward. Yeah. Um. Yeah, relatable. Um. I have nothing, nothing else. Continue being evil bitches and um, read whatever you want. I don't know. I don't know how to end this. Goodbye. <laughs> Goodbye.